something like that. Hey, yo, hey, yo, yo. Whiskey Therapy Podcast. How's everybody doing? All my ladies and gents out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it, man. It's been a while since we talked. It's been a while since we had a conversation. We got some stuff we're going to cover today, man. We're going to have a good time. Uh, you'll see today, it's, it's, it's the duo out here. Uh, no Socks is taking some uh, some self-care days. Uh, some personal so, time. So so he'll he'll be back when he can, but we're going to cover for him. Uh, try to try to try to throw some shit in there, and now we can throw him under the bus because he ain't here to defend himself. Mm-hmm. Best, hey, best, best and the worst thing he did. Best time to do it. Though. Best and the worst thing he ain't done, man. <laughs> Bang! What you yeah, got, yeah. man? Yo, what's good with you, man? What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Whiskey Therapy. You know, we you know this coronavirus had us down for a little while. We'll be back in this mm-hmm. thing. Hope everybody doing all right at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got engineer Mike back there in the back. We yeah. talking about some changes. He got his uh. He got his quarantine hair on right there, looking Ooh. like uh, looking like Keanu Reeves in there, man. Got that Pantene. Hey, that's Ooh. it. That's it. He, he got the bangs and shit. He can do hey, the with, with, with that chill hop, something hey. to change his life. Hey, I don't know it, what it man. is, that's but it, something to change his hey, life. I, I just want to be able to run their fingers through my hair. That's all he said, man. It's cool. I got you, Mike. We all in there, man. Yeah. Let me yeah. get started like we normally get started on the Whiskey Therapy Podcast, talking about what we're drinking. Today, I have Texas Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is TX. TX. I'm going to hold up the camera uh-huh. so you guys can see. TX. Yeah. Uh, I have Barrel Proof. Because uh, you guys know I like high proof uh, bourbons. It's a good mm. and a bad thing. That's what makes the magic. This is 127.4 proof, which means I am going immediately home after this is done. Because uh, this is this is this is gasolina. That's real. This is gasolina. Uh, uh. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's only aged four years. Um, I let you guys know how it is when I when I get into it a little bit. I just started. I'm a Got my little concoction Ooh, in here. My man said, "Oh, if I drink 127 proof, I'll be shitting fire, boy." <laughs> get out of here, Bang, What you got over there, bro? All right. So, heard about this a few times from a couple people. This is called Swift Single Malt Texas Whiskey, the finest finish. A's in Kentucky, and it says Spanish Oloroso Sherry Cass. I don't know what the hell that means because I don't speak Spanish. But, you know, hit me up, DM me, do something. Let me know what that means. <laughs> Basically, what? it's a uh, Google said. what forty three percent volume by alcohol, and it tastes pretty good. You know, I hit a little bit before we got started, but then I just dashed it on top with a little bit of this Grandma. For y'all out there don't know, that's uh, Grand Marnier, which is basically just an orange liqueur. So uh, I guess you could say I'm I'm sipping on something similar to a French Connection, but yeah, instead yeah. of the uh, cognac, we dropping it in with some whiskey because this is whiskey therapy. It is, man. <laughs> you that, know what I mean? That's that classic you pull that grandma out. Yeah, but if I start drinking those French Connections with that hand or that cavassier, you know what time it is. Hey, man, it's happy belated. You can do whatever you want to do, man. Ooh, I don't <laughs> know. We don't want to. We don't want to have to pay for nothing in you, here. You can do. You can do whatever you want to do, man. We paying for it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? We'll be pay paying for more for it. Shit, this is on our things <laughs> already, man. <laughs> I want to give a special shout-out now that I know that she's gone. She's on the way out. I'm going to give a shout-out to Miss Misha uh, for all the help that she had helping us getting this podcast off the ground and doing a lot of the administrative stuff. Uh, good luck to you in your future endeavors, ma'am, if we don't get to see you or speak to you before you are out of here from Whiskey Therapy. Um, yeah, also, yeah. other shout-outs that I have going. Shout-out to everybody who, who took time out of their day uh, to go to the protest. Everybody had a peaceful protest in Houston from majority of what was shown on television. Um, but hey, shout out to all you guys that go out there and you protest and you know, you, it's a roll of the dice when you go out there. Um, so shout out to those folks out there that went out to support. Uh, shout out to all the small businesses who had a chance to open up 25, yeah. 50%. Yeah. Uh, I know we've been doing our part and we've been patronizing a lot of small businesses. Trying to leave um, that extra tip, help that waiter out, yes. that waitress, that bartender. Especially black got owned, you. We got black you. owned businesses. And I will say, I'm, I'm gonna start with the good before I go with the bad. We all try to patronize you guys, but make sure you had a bare minimum there. When I come in, I want to make sure the floors are clean. I want to make sure the glasses are clean. 
Just because we're trying to help you out don't mean it's, 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 it's a right yeah, for you to yeah, give us yeah, shitty yeah. service. Yeah, don't mean cut corners. Yes, yeah, so I, yeah. I ain't going to call you out in public. I'm going yeah, to tell, yeah. tell you in private. I mean, even even if it's certain <laughs> items on your menu you don't have and they're my favorite items, I can understand if you can't get them right now. But the basic stuff, hey. cleanliness, being hey. nice. Hey, we frustrated hey. just like you frustrated. Yeah, we're we trying to help you out. We are. Give me a plastic cup before you give me a dirty glass. You know That's what I mean? Beat Whis- me in the middle. Whiskey kill a lot of stuff, but it don't kill everything. Yeah. yeah why? It don't I, kill coronavirus, I, I, obviously. I, I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried. It's my personal yeah, experience. Don't kill that Dos Equis. Mm. Uh, yeah. And uh, shout out to everybody who's still out here wearing masks when you go out in public. I really appreciate you. I want to let you know if I appreciate you, if nobody else appreciates you. Because mm-hmm. now it seemed to be the wave in the city where if you go outside and you're wearing a mask, people start looking at you like you crazy. Yeah. Um, like we just forgot. They opened up outside. We just forgot people are still dying and the number's still going up. So everybody be safe out there. Um, who else? First responders still. You guys are still working behind the scenes, you know, yeah, yeah. knowing Don't that you guys it. still may not be appreciated. Parents that are staying at home, that are educating their kids. I know y'all about ready to kill each Ooh, other. Hashtag uh, Zoom. Man. Figure it out. Make it happen. Look, <laughs> make look, it work. Look. Get in where you fit in. Look, I'm in. I, you know, I, people, they got they got guest <laughs> readers. They call another. They tagging other people in to read to their kids. Hey, I, heard, I heard a lady say, she said, I'm just going to hold my son back here. He'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be better at sports. <laughs> get, that, get that scholarship she money. She said he'd be all right. He wasn't ever that smart in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man. Yeah, we got, we got a good show. We got a lot of stuff on here to talk about. We may kind of get into the weeds because I wanted mm-hmm. to uh, oh, oh, shout out to all you adults out there that found out you really couldn't do algebra <laughs> I, <let you> boy. <laughs> I know you out there I know you out there I'm hearing the stories what is, what, is, what is a predicate again yeah you can do a lot of stuff <laughs> so Pythagoras theorem is uh, what uh, is this hold on for a minute uh, take a break mm-hmm. make this phone call yeah. phone a friend <laughs> yeah who phoned a friend and shit like who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> I got you man yeah. um, it's rough it's stress it streets, is baby. it is it is and, and and a shout out too man we had a, had a you know semi-tragedy now I'm just calling this place out because like the frequent there uh, bar 5015 they had an accident over there an explosion hopefully everything gets back up to you know up and running uh, and everybody can go back to patronizing their business all the bartenders and stuff out there and DJs that were affected man you know, you guys will land on your feet. I know you will. Man, shout out to not, not just them, man, but the places around them and the oh, homes yeah. around them that was damaged. Yeah, the people that, some glasses that you know that, right, yeah. that potentially, realistically had nothing to do with it. You yes. know, it's a lot of extra stuff on the outside that, yes. that's got to be dealt with. So shout out to y'all. You know, it, it's sad that people don't think about the consequences and they don't care about what happens to people even outside of the yeah. things that they're trying to do, even when they're doing dirt. Yeah, look, man, that's yeah. that's 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 gonna be the thing with the show too. Is it's collateral damage? That's and right. Not it's still a cold. It's still a cold. It's always a cold. And never res- never respect somebody that don't have a cold. There's 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 ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, or indifferent. It's always a cold, baby. Uh, and it seems to be missing in a lot of uh, conversations that that's been going around the street. So we're gonna get into. Uh, I wanted to get into movie quotes. Me and Bane constantly have these conversations, right? Uh, there's no there's no um, uh, there's no other reason why you know why his name is Bane, and we talk about you know cartoons and anime and stuff like that too. Because uh, a lot of the movies that we watch and that we frequent, especially me, I end up identifying more or or feeling or having a connection more to the villains and some of the speeches that they make and what they're doing in the movie. Right? I'm actually I actually can you know take a lot of these heroes to task in these movies, uh, the Avengers, Batman, uh, Superman, anything in DC where you have the hero come in to try to restore order. Um, and their version of order, uh, which is some of the conversations you're hearing around the, the world when we're talking about sports seasons reopen up or cities and, 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 and states reopening up and mm-hmm. governments reopening up. It's a lot of people that want to restore order. 
yeah. right? What they what they consider to be order. What they consider to be order, because what they see now is considered to be chaos, yeah. right? Um, where they have the you know sixty thousand people that have the time to protest in Houston, right? A lot of mm-hmm. that is because they ain't got work, they ain't got work, they ain't got no jobs, they ain't got no schools to go to, so they mm-hmm. got time now. That introduces that introduces a glitch yeah. to the matrix, mm-hmm. right? And those yeah. heroes, and you can't just hit reset. Yeah, and those heroes and those people in charge don't like glitches to the system. Mm-hmm. They don't. They like everything they to be predictable. That's why Grace said they don't want yes. anything to be unpredictable. Yes. That is what they do not want. Yeah, so main start, I actually have some stuff in my phone. I may click off a of live. I'm on live right now. I may click off a of live a little bit to get my notes in there. But movies and movie quotes, is it something that stuck out to you that you want to speak on? Man, I think one of my, especially the latest movies, and, you know, we talked about it before, is that, that last Avengers with Thanos. Yeah. Well, not the last one, the second to last one. Okay. The one because we won. <laughs> because everybody went build, building up to the movie, everybody thought he was just going to be this horrible character that was just killing everything. Mm-hmm. But what Marvel did was they twisted it and they they humanized him, mm-hmm. and they humanized him in a manner that that most people, if you just look at history, you can look at and say, okay, everybody got a story and they tell it from their side. Everybody yeah. thought they was doing the right thing and they thought they was doing what's best. Mm-hmm. And my favorite favorite part is. When uh, I forgot he was telling to, but he looked at him and he was like, I lost more today than you can ever imagine. Yeah. Uh, I think it was right at the end before he yeah. killed old girl. Yeah. And he, she just looked at him and I was like, that, that was real right there. Mm-hmm. Because everything takes sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go out there and, and do dirt and do this and do that. But if you're not really sacrificing for something that you think is higher than yourself, you just robbing because you want to rob, you just stealing because you want to steal. Yeah. I mean, even Robin Hood was was stealing because he had a, a higher goal. Yes. You know, for something else. Mm-hmm. That that movie had a heck of a twist to it, boy. It did. It did. And and I like the the human factor, especially when he was done. Right. I say after the first, mm-hmm. you know, after that yeah. one where he snapped his fingers and he was done. He felt that he was done. You can mm-hmm. see he was exhausted. When he's just sitting he, on the he thing, took all he his just gear off. There? Yeah. He took all his gear. He sat there and he was just like. It's finally done, right? Because mm-hmm. in his mind, and to be honest with you, I mean, overpopulation is, I mean, it is a real thing, right? There, there are people that are concerned that we have too many people for the resources that we have on Earth. That's why we're taking exploration trips to Mars and the moon, because mm-hmm. uh, we have more people than resources. For all you guys that are still out here uh, eating processed foods, um, it's more processed than you think. I just, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe, you can't tell me that we have enough natural resources here to feed everybody that we have in the world. There's not enough cows. Um, not, enough, the, not enough wheat. Yeah, not enough wheat. There's not, a, there's not enough stuff for this. So mm-hmm. they're manufacturing stuff in ways to expedite things that are going to be detrimental to your health. Uh, they're also getting people hooked on drugs a little bit earlier, right? Everything has a pill. Everything has a pill, and then every pill has a pill to mm-hmm. go for the side That's effects right. for the first right. pill. Um, a lot so, of it's weeding people out a little bit at a time. Yeah, so. And we know what over happens with overpopulation. Just look at some of the hoods. They, that, that leads you right there to what happens with overpopulation. And then dog eat dog because everybody got to eat. Overpopulation, less jobs. Less yep. jobs mean, hey, look, I'm eating no matter what. Yeah. One way or the other, I'm eating tonight. Get down to lay down. That's what you want. <laughs> so uh, understand it is, it is. So whereas I get it, he was killing, you know, half the population, everything going on. But his in his mind, in his mind, he saw a problem uh, and he saw a solution. And the solution was extreme. Right. He was just like, hey, I'm tired of, you know, trying to solve things the way we've been solving them. So I'm going to solve them a different way. Right. And the heroes mm-hmm. wanted to keep it status quo, regardless of what the issue is. They just saw, hey, this guy is trying to upset my way of life. Mm-hmm. Let us all gang up and take him down. Right now. I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying both of them had flaws in their logic. 
So I don't think we should, just like in real life, I don't think we should take what other people tell us are the heroes in life. Yeah, and just take it. Don't just because somebody it. said so. Just because somebody said so. Just because they're, yeah. oh, this this is the person you're supposed to look up to. And yeah. they said this is the way everything's supposed to be in life, so this is the way it is, and you're just supposed to conform and just fall in line with it. Um, you know, glitch, never, glitches. never, never, never trust a man that don't question. Glitches in the matrix, and that means women too. Just so y'all know, I don't want y'all to be like, oh, he's yeah, just a woman. Yeah, yeah. We talk about men in general, and for for all you others, the they's in the world. Yeah, whatever. Uh, you since are. you have different pronouns now, um, so outside of that, that you know that that ties to what's going on in life now, where people look to celebrities, where they look to athletes to see what their reaction is to certain things going on in the mm-hmm. world, and not knowing they just regular people like everybody else and most of them don't know shit like they're experts in their one area but that's the one area they know something in they don't mm-hmm. know anything outside of that scope yeah. so they can't relate to you mm-hmm. losing your job and not being able to make yeah. ends meet they can't relate to your living situation yeah. outside of that scope is just an opinion for them it's that's just it. an opinion that's all it that's is because it it's not man. what they know so you want to tell everybody man stop stop fishing and stop looking or hanging your life on Everything your popular, you know, your your favorite rapper says or your favorite singer says, uh, for those people that's been around a little bit, man, we don't give a shit. We know they just regular people like us, and they don't have this shit figured out either. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch who you call idols, watch who you call heroes, and the villains may not always be the villains in all times. You know, I get it; they go a little extreme, and they're supposed to in scripts. The villain is supposed to clearly be the villain. So there's some things there, but just listen to something, some of the stuff that they say. Oh, man. Uh, in some of the movies, right? Um, Batman was another one with the Joker, right? Everybody wants to point to the last one where Heath Ledger was a Joker, and I think he kind of overshadowed the story a lot because uh, of his acting, right? And his thing was, I just want to upset the system. Yeah, I want to introduce chaos, and I want to see what everybody does under chaos because the way shit's going right now, it, it don't seem like it's working for everybody. Yeah, it's not working for everybody. It's only working for a small few. That's it. So what happens when I interrupt? That's it. And to be honest with you, that's all that's all the Batman movies ever were. You know, you know what you know why I always love the Batman comics and stuff? It's because they had villains that weren't driven by money and greed. Mm-hmm. They had people that they made into villains who were just driven by whatever that particular person had issues with. Yes. You know, the Riddler was just a Riddler. Thought he was smarter than everybody else. He wanted to play games and he liked playing games. Yes. That's what he did. That's it. You know, the Joker, he was just, hey, I don't like the way things going, so we're going to mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I love him when Batman, he's like, you need me. We're going to be together for a long time. Yes. Because you need me. And that's why they never killed him. Yeah. He says, you know, why they never killed Batman. It's, it's, <laughs> and, and then you twist it, and then you look at how all of them were a victim of their circumstances. Yeah. You know, whether it was Two-Face or Poison Ivy or, mm-hmm. or Penguin or whatever. It was all victim of circumstances yeah. that, that built him into this this individual that they have become over time. Yes. And none of that had to do with the fact that it was just greed and I just want money. No. They didn't start off with just land, bad people. Or I want to, you know, yeah. do this and I want to do that. Yeah. So the that's what interested, interested me about, about that, that mm-hmm. particular comic, I should say, or those series. Um, and I could talk about that, that too. And, you know, I talk about Heath Ledger overshadowing the movie, but I actually don't think that was the best script out of all of the Batman script. I actually liked the one before, Dark Knight Rises, where Bane was, uh, and Ra's al Ghul's daughter, mm-hmm. were, the, um, were the villains. I actually liked the writing in that story a little bit better, even though, like I said, I know the you know, Joker put in a good, a good performance. But looking at the story as a whole, some of that stuff didn't make sense. But Bane had 
a few uh, parts in that movie that kind of make you think. And then there's mm-hmm. some other guys in there, too, that had some, you know, there was a cop in there, too, that they were trying to make the Robin. He had a couple of good quotes in there, too. Um, but for, for, for Bane, he was being financed by another character called Daggett, right? Um, Zenoda white guy, he was on the board at Wayne Enterprises, and he was trying to take over Wayne Enterprises, <laughs> right? So he was bankrolling Bane and Bane's team because they come in and they they topple, you know, states and cities and governments or whatever. So he brought them in uh, to help them take over. And so they're having a conversation, and um, it's about three-fourths in through the movie, so, you know, they're already mm-hmm. in Gotham. Bane's already, you know, that team's already taken over the city. Um, but Daggett didn't get the votes he needed to take over Wayne Enterprises. Race our ghoul daughters end up taking over. So he's pissed off, right? He goes to talk to Bane. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, hey, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. My, my, your plan ain't working. I'm supposed to be in charge of Wayne Enterprises. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He said he said, said the plan's working, and so Bane tells another dude, no, Bane tells him, leave us. Dagger turns mm-hmm. around, said, no, nah, I don't leave. He's grown people speaking. I'm in control. All Bane did was he just laid his hand on his shoulder mm-hmm. and he asked him. He said, Do you feel like you're in control? <laughs> yeah. That was it. it. And the guy whispered to him, I paid you a small fortune. So Bane said. Does that mean you have control over me or mm. power over me? In other words, shut up and play ball. Yeah. So here's like the thing, the way, too. told LeBron, just shut up and dribble. <laughs> so we pay what? you. And, and that's it. Because that's, that's what it translates to. And, and, that's what I, and that's what I'm going to, yeah, right? I know where you're going. And that's where I'm going. So <laughs> I already know where we, we, going. Have, we have a lot of employers and people that pay us to do things, and they believe that entitles them to some control or direction over our lives. So because they pay for tickets or because they pay a salary, they believe that they can tell you what to do and when, right? that their word is, 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 is more than yours. And you're seeing now in the world, there's a lot of situations where people are bucking back. Mm-hmm. People are bucking back and using their power, saying that just because you provide, you know, just because I, I, I do work for you and you pay me for the work that I do for you, that doesn't mean that you're in control of me and control of my life. Mm-hmm. You can't make me go back to work if I don't want to go back to work, if I don't think it's safe. You can't make me shut up about issues that are affecting me and my community just because, you know, you have a fancy title. Uh, and, and that's all Bane was saying. He said, look, we, me and my team are the muscle. We are the ones putting the plan together. Mm-hmm. You're not as important as you think you are. Yeah. Money only gives you a false sense of being as powerful as you think you are. But we'll, we'll check you real quick. And that, you know what that, that also leads to when you, just, when you switch over to real life? It's like a lot of businesses or places have uh, ethic clauses, mm-hmm. you know, in your contracts. Yes, for us. And the question is, how far does that ethic clause go? Yeah. Because what you think may make you look bad mm-hmm. may be part of my regular life, may be normal for me. Yes. You know, or it may be something that I have to deal with that you don't have to deal with. Mm-hmm. But because I feel like I have the need to talk about it because it affects my life, now you want to pull out oh, you got this ethic clause and now you can't talk about this and you can't talk about that. You can't do this and you can't do that. Yeah. And it's in your contract. Yeah. Well, it's in there. We got parameters. Yeah, but at what point does does my personal beliefs take over and you don't have that same control? Mm Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Because that's what it really is. It's, it's trying to, and I I understand, you know, you can't, you know, work for, you know, certain places and then go beat your wife and then go to work, you know, kick your dog or do crazy shit like that. Yes. But there, there has to be a point where, where the line is drawn and say, okay, you, we, we got this ethic clause, mm-hmm. but if it's not against the law, yeah, 
you know, you can't <laughs> per se uh, put your knee on the back of my neck because you're unhappy <laughs> with what I got to say. Yes. Just because you don't agree with it. Yeah. And, and, and that goes to another quote. So there was a, a young detective um, in the story. It looked like they were trying to make him a sidekick of Batman. He knew who Batman was. But he was talking about being a foster kid. But basically where he got to is he said um, he had to figure out how to hide the anger. He's angry all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So he had to figure out how to smile to get past the anger, right? But the anger was always there. The Hulk say, that's my secret. Yeah. I'm always angry. Yeah, and somebody's always trying to make him be something else, right? But he figured out late in life after he got in trouble for not conforming that, oh, if I just smile more, then I disarm somebody. And then that's when we get into the conversation of, you know, of these things where we, we want to say something um, that affects our lives, but we have people in, in positions of power where it's foreign to them, right? And I think part of it is because we're brought up to, we've been brought and taught to conform from a young age, whether it's dressing a certain way to fit in, speaking a certain way to fit in, uh, cutting your hair, um, mm-hmm. you know, disowning any, any culture or anything that you have, any relationship that you have with, with your family and your background to fit into another system. So when that stuff comes out in front of people who are in control of that system, they don't know how to act. And so yeah, they build yeah. rules yeah. around it to prevent you from doing it, and they tie it to compensation. Exactly. They, they try to tie it to your livelihood. Yes. Yes. They, they tie it to your livelihood because they know that's what matters, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the reason why. Because they know everybody got to eat. That's the reason why capitalism is what capitalism is. And I, mm-hmm. I was having a conversation. I was going to have a conversation um, with a guy I've talked to. I used to train with him. Um, you know, for a while, and we we get into these conversations. He's not from here. He's from uh, uh, he's from a country in uh, in Europe, Asia. I got to get my geography right. Uh, but he's he's experienced he's experienced something different than we have because he didn't grow up here. Right, right. He came here as an immigrant, so it's more of a shock for him because he didn't grow up like this. Well, but the other side of it too is he gets to see us from a lens where he didn't come from here, so he yeah. comes in with his immigrant because yeah. yeah. he came as an adult from and the he, outside looking in. Yeah, it's from the outside looking in on his perspective. So he's he comes in trying to understand and not understanding certain things. Ah, so so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So when you talk to him, oh man, it was either Socrates, Plato, or Aristotle. One of them, I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of them talked about how you got one guy that's, 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 that's lived outside all of his life, basically, yes. and then been locked up. Yeah. And you got the other guy that's been locked up and chained or been in the dark all his life. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I'm sorry, it's backwards, actually. You got one that's free and one that's not. I was like, you talking about Bane again? Yeah. <laughs> so you got one guy that's been free all of his life and yes. one guy that's been basically enslaved or enchained all his life. And then yeah. you enslave or enchain that, that guy that's been free all his life, so it's harder on him. Because it's not what he's used to. <laughs> so this friend, so is no, I'm, I'm really wondering, so this friend that you talk to, mm-hmm. do you think it's harder for him to get along and have to deal with the things because he never had to deal with it before? Than um, somebody like us, per se, that's grown up like this and have been accustomed to having to watch what we say well, or watch what we do? Well, because he's not us. Oh, he's not us. Oh, I thought he was no, us. I know. So okay. let me get a caveat. He's ah, not us. See, I thought he was us. No, okay. he's actually just coming in from the outside thinking that this is the land of the great, like it's the greatest wow. country in the world, right? So outside, and I get it from when I talk to people who are from London, who are from you know any other European country, when I'm traveling abroad or when I'm working abroad, they say the same thing. Like they don't know what the fuck is going on in this country. They don't see mm-hmm. why, because it's supposed to be the greatest country in the world. So they don't know why, 
we still have to have these conversations about police brutality and we have to have these conversations about things that the president is saying. Like they don't, they legitimately don't know because they're looking from the outside like this is like a fucking TV show. This is like reality TV. Uh, it's just all around the board. I mean, police brutality. I mean, how many countries let you molest kids mm. and then you get out on parole or you just on a list? And you get less time than you get less than, time. Than, than other people. Than, 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 yeah, I give you the, the wrong address because I want my kid to go to a different school district. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you know, how many countries yeah. like that, really? Yeah. It's it's not. It's not. On the other side, there are some deplorable countries out there still that are in power. But when we when we tout as a country, as a nation, that we are the best, yeah. people are looking at that like, are yeah. you really? You know what I mean? Like it's questionable. Yeah, like are you really? Let's take a look at a couple uh, things, shall we? So yeah, so that's the lens. <laughs> Magnifying glass. Yeah, that's please. the lens he comes from. Um, so we can have impartial conversations because he didn't grow up getting the privilege from the stuff that happened before mm-hmm. he got here, right? He sees right. it from I'm escaping a shitty system right. to come to something where I made it, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't understand what's going right. on. Right? right now, that's different. I say that to say that's a different conversation than people who have lived here all their lives. And their ancestors have lived here all their lives. Right. And those are the people that are saying, I need to be educated. I don't understand. Or I didn't yeah, understand yeah. before. Well, but well you've been here now. for you've been here all your life. So yeah. But what I, have you been doing thus far? I don't understand and I, I need to understand. I, I'm searching for understanding. If I'm gonna talk to some people and I'm gonna talk to some of my players and to help me, I'm gonna talk to some of my teammates to help me understand. And I didn't know Kaepernick meant that when he did this, when the first interview, the very first interview interview <laughs> Colin Kaepernick did he explained exactly why he did yeah, what he did yeah yeah it is exactly on record why exactly it why. is on record and they still like I don't understand it is on record well I don't get it so so to all you people that are out here giving these messages saying that you need to be educated and you're looking to your black friends to educate you it is not our job to educate you yeah so basically he's saying are you stupid or slow yeah there's plenty one of, of the information two. out here there's been videos for years we have been saying the same things since the beginning of time our stories are passed down from our ancestors who had to deal with the same things we deal with i can go back and watch tv shows from every decade on the way back and see that there was always a special episode about police brutality and being profiled and and abuse and i could go back and i sanford and son uh jefferson's <laughs> good times yeah, yeah family matters yeah, yeah. uh and, and we know he was, was watching yeah Blackish. I can go. I can go any any decades you want. That we've always had to cover certain things over and over again because nobody cared. Yeah. So, is it, so is it really? So is it really that you don't understand or yeah. that you don't want to understand? I think you don't want to understand. Or it's easier to say, "Hey, I don't understand this." Yeah. So so because I, either you hey either you're stupid or you're slow. It's only two. So I say that to say, I'm tired. Um, your black friends and black people, you know, are tired. We don't want to keep explaining this. Um, do your research. That's all I can say to you. There's plenty of material out there. Do your own research. I'm tired of wearing shirts. I'm tired of protesting. <laughs> I'm tired of posting about things to get people's attention. Yeah. I'm not doing it. If you don't see it, that tells me you don't want to see it yeah. or you want it to continue. And, That's and, it. And understand it. If, if, if you don't want to see it and you decide to, per se, turn the other cheek, then mm-hmm. you are just as bad as the people that's doing it. Yes. It's that plain and simple. If somebody molests a lady or rapes somebody, yes. and you stand there watching and you don't say nothing, you're yes. just as bad as the people that's doing you're it. You're just as bad. It's, it's that plain and simple. It's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're just as bad. Um, you know? 
Hey, did you did you did you catch that uh that Dave Chappelle that eight forty six? I did on Netflix. I did, I did. He was frustrated. Yeah, you you could tell he was frustrated, but he, he was trying not to show how extremely frustrated he was. Yeah, like even though he was serious with it, yeah, he was still not not trying to come across as the angry black man. You can see is, him holding back. Well, which is to educate everybody who may not be black that listens to the podcast. This is what we do on a consistent basis. This is what we do. We we are conditioned to do this. So the bang quote that he had when he was talking about the Hulk and talking about the Avengers, and you know they wanted Hulk to go Hulk, and they thought they needed to do something to uh, provoke to him. arouse him to provoke him. And he said, "I don't need any help." It's like, wow. He said, "Because I'm always angry." Just a secret. I'm That's always us. angry. We 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 live in a constant anger. We're constantly angry, disappointed, mad, frustrated, and we have to then live what looks like to be a regular life on top of that foundation. Mm-hmm. But that foundation is where we start every day. That's where we end every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to go to somebody else's job or somebody else where somebody pays us, and we have to put on a smiley face because we don't want to be labeled as the angry black man or the angry black woman uh, or somebody that doesn't want to get along, right? Um, We go so far as to try to figure out how to speak like you and speak in tones that make you feel comfortable and mannerisms and dress like you Mm -hmm. uh, and ask you about things that are important to you when you never ask us what's important to us. And even when you ask us, we hesitate in telling you what's important to us. Because you got to worry about coming off the wrong way exactly just consequences and 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 repercussions exactly that affect you monetarily always there right and what 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 you guys are seeing now outside is now when you remove the burden of capitalism when you have people that don't have jobs you take away all those parameters now you're starting to see how re- people really feel yeah right? how, much, how much anger is there remember we other talk, yes. the other day we talked about yes. uh i was listening to um, this story well, excuse me i was reading this story that was talking about black people suffering from PTSD. Yes. So imagine yes. growing up and in, in, in to a point to where, okay, I'm harassed. Or say your parents got some decent money, so, but you go mm-hmm. to a private school, now you're the only black kid, or yeah. it's only three or four or five of y'all in this school. Yeah, and your parents ain't got their money. And we know how kids are. Yeah, oh, but kids are terrible. So you grow up, so by the time you get in your early 20s, you've been dealing with this racial thing. Mm-hmm. So now you, you're basically, this article was saying, is you're basically suffering from, from, P, from PTSD. Yes. You have to be careful everything that you do, everything that you say. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody says, accuses you of something, you're automatically wrong. Yes. You know, until you prove that you didn't do. Yes. In every situation. So it was, it was a pretty interesting article, man. It's, it's talking yeah. about the psychological effect yeah. that growing up like this has. Yeah. It's, it's, you know? it's, it's, it's fear in a lot of scenarios. Um, where, like you said, we 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 are always told what the rules are and how to how we should color in between the lines. Yeah. And if we color in between the lines, then everything should work out. But as the rest of the world is seeing, we've already seen it. We've always known it. Coloring in between the lines doesn't always mean you get to go home to your family. Mm-hmm. Coloring between the lines just keep you between the lines. Just keep you between the lines. That's it. When you're between the lines, it's easy for them to shoot you. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps you between the lines. That's it. That's all it does. Um, and that's where they want you to be, yeah. in between the lines. And that's, that's, that's an exhausting thing for, for us growing up. It's exhausting for our parents. It's exhausting for, for future parents because whereas 
you may not think you we the conversations are necessary. We know the conversations are necessary, and we all have them. These are consistent stories. You can you can go and Google and click, and everybody's had to have these same conversations mm-hmm. with their with their children. And it's it's a sad thing to then have to. I have to teach you this as well as you just living, living life. life. But and it's necessary for survival. It's necessary for survival. We're not talking about just to kind of help you out. This conversation is necessary in order for you to survive, in order for you to thrive. Yes. You know, one of the things that uh, that same Batman movie, one of the things Bane told him, and I'm paraphrasing, is basically that he told Batman his victories made him soft. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It did. And and, and 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 when peace and real life made it, you soft. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It comes across where sometimes people think that they made it. Yes. So now they disregard some of these other things that yes. they yeah. went through that everybody is going through. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they think that just because they made it, those things should have no effect on anybody. Right. And and you you see it too when you get the difference in arrest. Where they arrest, you know, they may shoot somebody. Um and they'll be like, oh, well, he had a criminal record and he did this. And then, well, they do the same thing to somebody else who was, you know, they had a doctorate or MBA mm-hmm. and they ran a successful yeah. business. Yeah. Or they worked for the government. It's the same thing that happened to the government yeah. official that was just trying to get into his house that he left his keys out there. He mm-hmm. still got treated like a criminal. Huh. Or they right? shoot somebody in their own home and then the judge give him a hug. <laughs> that still hurts to this day. You know what I mean? That still oh, it's not all day. your fault. It's going to be yeah. all right. Rub a hair. Or or you can go into a church and shoot several people and then get 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 a meal after that. We'll take um, you to Burger King. We'll feed you. <laughs> you make it in alive. Yeah. You can make it to trial. Yeah. Um. So we, we, we deal with that. And that was a great one, too. So I'm going to scroll past someone. Right <laughs> yeah. Um, I know where you're going already. But the, but the other part, too, he, had, he, had, he did have a longer, um, a longer monologue in there. Well, he was talking about hope, and that's what I, I see a lot of black people latch on to, right? That's that's one of the reasons why religion is so prevalent, you know, in our society and why, you know, Barack Obama was able to win the way he win. You know, we uh, black people have a tendency to hope things will get better tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And, and why until, is that? And why until is that? recently. Why is that? You want to tell them why it is? You want me to tell them? <laughs> and until recently. I'm going to let you tell them because I want okay, your story. go ahead. I want your story. I want you to tell them, and then I'm going to tell I'm going to go through this, quote, this movie quote. Um we have a tendency to hope that things are going to get better. And what you're seeing now is people are tired of hoping, right? Um, and and this, this is a beginning of what you get when people get tired of hoping. It isn't the worst of it. It isn't. This is the beginning of people being fed up um, of hope. I'm going to let you say why we lean on hoping and I get to the quote because I, I, right. I, I, I want you to get it while it's hot. Yeah, yeah, get it while it's hot, right? Yeah. So – we live in a in a in a place that was established and built on Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, we gonna have this conversation. If I'm you in. ask, if you ask, I'm so in. anybody that's Spanish, <laughs> I'm in, right? Yes. From wherever you're from, wherever yes. your people are from, South America. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you African American, meaning your ancestry basically goes back to slavery. Yep. None of us really had this religion when we got here. This religion was brought to us and given to us and told us this is what you have to practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, when they, when they, when they settled in South America and killed 60%, 70% of, of, of the native people, mm-hmm. they gave them Christianity and said, this is what you have to have. Yes. The Aztecs yes. wasn't Christians before that. That was part of the art of war. Yeah. Yes. So in slavery, they gave us Christianity and said, this is what you have to have. Yes. And what does Christianity allow you to do? It allows you to base everything on hope. Yes. No matter what happens to you, you're supposed to turn the other way and say, oh, well, you know, we can forgive and we can forget. Yes. 
because that's the attitude they want you to have. Yes. They do not want you to have the attitude of I'm going to make this work and I'm going to get mine and I'm going to do you the same way that you do me. Right. Because you leave, you leave, you leave the judgment up to an, another entity. Exactly. Right. There's exactly. no judgment here. You leave it to something How else. How do you trust an entity that doesn't live by their own rules? Yes. How do you follow somebody that doesn't follow the same rules that they tell you to follow? Mm-hmm. And how do you not identify that? How do you not know that? Yeah. How do you consistently sit there and look yeah. at it and say, oh, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. yeah. When the people that's giving it to you, not doing it. No. And they'll move the bar on you every time. They'll tell you, this is what you need to do. If you do it this way, we'll listen. You do it that way. You get shot. Well, no, 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 no. You did it. You did it. You did it. That you did the wrong way. You did what we told you to do, but you did it wrong. So now do it this way. And then now do this too, just so we know. You still get shot. Or you get a knee on your neck. Well, now you got to go vote and you got to do it that way. Okay, well, we vote, but do we have any polling places open in our neighborhoods? Is it more than one? Can we mail in ballots? No, 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 you can't. Can I do it on the phone? No, you can't do it by phone. Um, okay, so we're going to do that. And, uh, well, what about my districting and stuff like that? Is this, and we get into gerrymandering, we get, are we getting all kinds of stuff? Well, right? man, you get and into I can, that. I could just keep going on. You get, you get into all that. Now you're talking about a system that just don't work. Yes. Because you're voting for somebody hoping that they're going to vote for the stuff that they said they're going to vote for. Hope. And then when they get into whatever office it is they that they do hold, whatever they there's no consequences do. or repercussions for them not doing the things that they said they're going to do. It is not. That's a whole different like podcast, a whole different story right there. And then they come back and sell you hope. Yeah, yeah. Every Sunday. Yeah, or they tell you, I just know better than you now. Especially, especially around, you know, when they need to be elected, especially when they need your tithes and offering. They come back and they sell you hope. So here's a quote that I had that speaks on that, right? So, bang, he's taking, he's, he's broken Batman's back now. He's broken his back and he's taking him to the prison where he grew up. He said, you never dealt with this. I'm going to take you to where I was born, right? The darkness, the pit. Yeah, this is where yeah, I came yeah. up. You don't know this. Yeah, you don't the shadows. know this. You was privileged. I'm going to strip your privilege away and I'm going to make you watch me tear your city down, right? And he said, Hope. He said, Every man who has rotted here over the centuries has looked up at the light and had hope. And imagine climbing to freedom. So simple, so easy. If I make it to the top, I'm free. I see it. I can see it. All I got to do is climb. Well, we could do it. Somebody did it, right? And he said, Like shipwrecked men, with uncontrollable thirst, they turn to seawater. Mm -hmm. You know, seawater kills you, but it's all you got, right? Many of them die. And he said, hey, I learned there can be no true despair without hope. So as I terrorize Gotham, I will feed its people hope mm -hmm. to feed their souls. And then what happened? What happened to us? <laughs> and yeah. I will let them believe they yeah. can survive so you can watch them clamber over each other to stay in the sun. Mm -hmm. And you're still at the bottom of that fucking pit. Yep. Because you hope. All I got to do is tell you, yeah. one kid made it out. I just got to give you enough to take away. Yeah. Enough for you to keep trying, That's but enough it. to take it away from That's you. That's it. One of you made it. All of y'all could be LeBron James. Yep. All of you could be Michael Jordan. All of you could be Serena Williams. If you do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And you follow this set of rules. Yeah. No, no, we fucking can't. We can't. Yeah. No. We can't. It's not, it's not realistic to hope on that, right? Um, so that was another quote that, that got him and it's just, he knew how to manipulate the system and part of what he was doing was he was taking all of them 1%, the, the ones that enjoyed the system mm -hmm. and he tore them down and he put them on yeah, trial. Flipping it over. And then he gave the city to its people. 
He said, take your city over now. It's yours. He said, you've been lied to. That's it. You've been lied to, take it over, and go take their stuff while you're at it. And and it's amazing how people can be happy in a lie. How people can live in these lies and accept them in truth and really be happy in those places. Man, and I've been talking about relationships. You know, in in that (laughs) they find almost like a a moment of bliss. Yes. Where they feel like nothing else is, is right. Right. And everything that this stands for, it points to being wrong. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they still sit there in that moment of bliss and they live with it. They got hope, man. And they, and they deal with it because they got hope that they it's going to work out. Or hope, hope that it's going to get better. They got hope. Or because they listen to somebody else to tell them this is the way it's supposed to be done. What they say, make America great again. When the fuck was America great? Well, we know who you're talking about making it great for. It wasn't never for us. It wasn't you never know. for us. Look at our, look at our history. It's better, but it ain't. It ain't. It still ain't on par with everybody else. Yeah. When was America great? So I need a definition of that. When you say yeah. make America great again, you first tell me when it was great, and then give me a definition so I can understand. Because I must be missing something. You're not. But it's 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 another. It's code words, right? It's coding. It's trying to redefine what the Confederate flag stands for. It's even to be honest with you, I I I I still give. You know, I still pay a little more attention to everybody who has the American flag on their truck. Same, I, still, <laughs> I pay attention to both. Hey, pay attention I, to both. Yeah, man. look, look, that guy, that guy with the with with the Confederate flag. I know what he believe in. Yeah, you. Mm, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You might. I still gotta watch you. Yeah, I still, still gotta, gotta watch you because you still got some tendencies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that stuff is coming out too. And this is getting you know swerving on current events. That stuff is coming out more now in your athletes and your owners and your coaches that are coming out saying problematic shit when you know they they tout the shroud of patriotism, right? Mm-hmm. I'm this, I'm America this, I'm America that, I'm disrespect the flag and all that shit, all that's cold word to, I don't give a fuck about nobody else's pain in this country. That's mm-hmm. all it is. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. I believe a certain way and as long as my way of life is not affected, anybody can do what the fuck they want to. But if, if I have to see something, I don't even have to, you don't have to feel it. If I have to see something that doesn't jive with the shit right. that I jive right. with, we got a problem and we cutting it out, right? So you got Drew Brees getting in fucking trouble, which I still don't believe Drew Brees. I don't give a shit about what you Saints fans say. And I'm still going to look at you crazy when football season comes on and you cheering you cheering for your Saints, right? Because you cheering for people like Drew Brees who don't give a fuck, who's changing his words just because he got thrown under the bus. You're still cheering for the Patriots who has Robert Kraft, who's, who's, who's contributed money to the Trump campaign. You're cheering for Jerry Jones who ain't said shit. And Jerry Jones is the owner that say something for everybody. You're still cheering mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. You're still cheering for people who view yeah. the people on their teams as lesser individuals. Or what they say, we're Oprah at now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still cheering for yeah. the people who don't give a shit about the people that look like you that are that are the reason why you're watching the game. You ain't watching it for the owner. No. You ain't no, watching it for the coach. All. No, not at all. You ain't watching it for the coach. Right. So let me uh so let me let me read you this. Let me ask you this question. Since we're talking about current events. Yeah, let's get it. So what you think you know, about this last now? let me what you think about oh, this last cat that was and this is gonna lead into another question slash statement. With this last cat in Atlanta, all the stuff that happened in Atlanta, yes, with this guy that fell asleep in the in the drive through, <laughs> was intoxicated, yeah, went through this I watched the whole yeah, forty five minute video. Did you? I watched the whole thing. All right. Okay. Yeah. And now this guy they're gonna arrest him. He's yes. obviously uh, inebriated yes. somehow or another. Mm-hmm. Don't know where he at, don't know what he's doing. Then he wrestled with the cops, he take yeah. the taser. He runs away, but he turns around and he points the taser at him. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to hit him with the taser. Mm-hmm. And then they shoot him. Mm-hmm. Then next thing you know, I guess the uh, 
the head of the chief of police or whoever it is, they end up having to step down. Yes. They fire the cop. Yes. The other one's on administrative leave. What do you think? What do you think about all that? Um, I believe Dylan Rooster had his rifle when he got arrested and taken to Burger King. So I believe there's a way still, whether it's a lethal weapon or a non-lethal weapon, and these police officers know he took your taser so you know it's non-lethal. You know it's a non-lethal weapon that he has mm -hmm. at a certain distance because he was fleeing and he was running away from you. Um, if you don't have adequate training, look, you can ask anybody, look, I, you don't, don't believe me. Ask anybody that's been in, that's served time, that's that armed services, I'm sorry, that's, that's served the country, that's been in the Army, Navy, Marines, and they've been in other countries in hostile areas where they have people trying to blow them up. And they have hostiles, and they have to clear homes. And they still clear homes without killing everybody that's in those houses, right? Knowing they're in a hostile country, not at home. Okay. And they have the training to be able to defuse the situation without killing people. So how do you think these guys should have defused it? Even though you don't have the same training they have, what yes. do you think defusing that situation should have yes. been? Look. They should have just let them run off? I mean, what do you think the defusing, can, what do you think the defusing of that situation should have been? You can still pursue. You can still pursue. And again, like I said, it is a taser. You know, you know the videos okay. I've seen well, when people, okay. well, hold on, when, yeah, when people go through taser, taser when, yeah. people, when people go through, go through taser training, right? what do a lot of people go when they go through taser training? They get tased. Yeah. So they feel the taser. So the mm -hmm. weapon that you have on you, somebody has used on you before, okay. and you know how it feels. So what happens when you get tased, though? Oh, no, let me ask you this question. So yeah, yeah. Oh. If you got a license to carry or, mm -hmm. or a concealed handgun license, mm -hmm. you get in a confrontation with somebody. Yes. And they put out a taser and they point it at you. Yes. And they try to shoot you with that taser. Yes. Are you going to shoot that person or no? No. no. So you're just going to get tased. I, you can still – so here's the other thing, too. I can still disengage. You can still fight. You can disengage. But, but the question is, yes. though – if huh? they got that dot on you, yes. The question is, yes. are you gonna get tased? Yes, I'm, I'm saying me. You're not gonna shoot them. I'm saying me. Yes, I probably would not shoot them. You know why? Because I would have to go to court and I would have to say that was an acceptable escalation of force, based off of what I saw, and I have to answer all the questions. That did you try to flee? Hmm. Did you have any other option? Could you have gotten in your vehicle? Could you defuse the situation? For I'm saying me personally, those are the questions I'd have to answer. Mm -hmm. First question. Second question is, you know, if I pull, you know, if I pull it out and shot him too, is, well, have you been trained? So now I have to. My training comes into place. And do you teach this? Have you been trained in these other ways? So to me, I probably, I'd still think two, maybe three times, if somebody pulls a taser and shoots me, now I get it. If I'm tased, now I'm incapacitated. Then they can do whatever they want after I'm tased. I see where you're going. I completely understand where you're going. But as a as a citizen, you're asking me in my situation. Yeah, I don't think that I'll be able to get off on acceptable use of force if somebody tried to tase me. Okay. Now, as a police officer, I didn't see the video. Were there more than one police officer there? There, there was two. There was two police officers. There was one. There was, the one was chasing him. Mm -hmm. uh, when he turned around and tried to, and it was well, he didn't turn all the way, but he turned around and tried to tase him and shoot him. Mm -hmm. And the second officer was the one that shot him. So, can you tase more than one person at the same time? Not at the same time. I'm just asking a question. I don't know. I haven't used a taser. Depending on the taser, but I'm sure they got a whole lot of different tasers. That's what I'm saying. So some is touch, some shoot, some different. I, you know, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how all of them work, right. so I can't say one or another. But even with the taser, even if they have old school from what I've seen, the taser, the, the, the pins that go into the body need to be connected to the gun for the shock to go through, right? Well, I've seen some that shoot, but they also still have the connections on them where you can still touch and tase. Mm -hmm. So I've so, seen both. So that piece, right? So yeah. if I have officers that are trained, that are not standing directly next to each other, that are spread. I didn't see the video. Even if you tase one, you still have another officer. Right or wrong? 
Right. And you can still but pursue. So so this is this is the thing that I look at. Mm-hmm. Is once you in so put it like this, I saw some training videos one time. And the the biggest thing on the training video was that weapon that you carry yes. is not your weapon. Mm-hmm. You may own it, but that weapon is not loyal to you. Yeah. It doesn't only stab for you. It doesn't yes. only shoot for you. Yes. It's whoever gets it first. I completely agree. So if an officer becomes incapacitated mm-hmm. aggressively, yes. now that weapon is there to be used. Against the officer. Against anybody. Yeah, fair. For anybody. Yes, yes, yes. A weapon is just a so tool. So once you make yes. that move as an individual. Yes. You have to be prepared to suffer those consequences. Completely understand. So now let me ask you a question. So for them to go in and just fire somebody and for them like to make the whoever they did step yeah. down and all that stuff, I, it's like, like, wait a minute here. It's, it's the climate. It's are the you, climate. But are you let me, really doing what's best me, for the climate? Because there's also, to me, this, this is what I'm just saying. is that, And this reason I'm saying is, this is there's also a line where people have to be responsible for the things that they do. Completely understand. And I'm going to go there too. people are trying to cross that line. I'm, I'm going to go there too. Trying to throw it out and just say, oh, I can yeah. just say whatever I want. No, do no, whatever no. I want. No. no, you can't. No. But I'm going to go there too. But I got a question for you because you saw it, right? Mm-hmm. How do we get to the point where he got the police officer's taser? What happened before? Because they were trying to uh, put handcuffs on him. He started mm-hmm. wrestling with him. Okay. And when he started wrestling with him, one of them pulled out a taser. Okay. And he wrestled the taser away from the guy, the cop that pulled out the taser. Okay, so let me. While ask they you. were trying to detain him. So, and, and I'm not saying this is. I'm, I'm going back before as to. It didn't look like great technique, technically. To me. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, like was there yeah. is there preventative training they can get in the future? I'm not talking about what happened in the end, right? I'm just saying, was there a flaw in how they're? And the, I'm the not flaw. Dis- I'm the not flaw, excusing the only flaw that I saw, and I'm not an expert. Yeah, was really really minor. Sometimes okay. it doesn't matter how well you do something. You Sometimes just, somebody just can got just you just got got you just got the short end of the stick. Sometimes it's like that. Well, then on the other side, on the other side. Sometimes you get the short end of the stick. Well, you do, but on the other side, too. Like I said, I am not tasked with their job. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. Me. But <laughs> but what are, you, what, are, what are you told from people whenever you have a tool on you? You need to know how to use that tool. You need to know the limitations. Yeah. You need to know the capabilities. So how far away was he when he shot the taser? Was there a way for me to create distance and not get shot with the taser? I'm just saying there's all the things, all the things that a, a citizen would know, but a person who carries things on them should know. If I have a yeah. grenade, I oh, need yeah. to know what the grenade does. Yeah. If I have a gun, I need to know what the gun yeah. does. I need to know, I need yeah. to know the bullets. You have speed, to know the limitations right? of your tool. That's all I'm saying. So even if, even if there was a taser and there was space, could I have created space and then it wasn't a threat anymore? Could I have gotten behind cover? And it's not a threat anymore. Can I call for backup? And then we surround. But the question the is, what happens when you're already in this situation? I understand what you're saying. It's, it's because not, that's why I don't have that job. Yeah, but see, but that's what I'm saying. But my point is, with this particular story, is I watch it, and like, yes, we are in a very, very hectic time. Mm-hmm. But you have to hold people responsible, especially black people. You can't just go out and just do whatever you want to do and think because we're in a certain time. That we can go out and just do anything we want and talk to people any kind of way and have yeah. shit any way we want to. Look, we can't do that anyway. When you're obviously wrong. Yeah, we can't do that anyway. You know, when 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 there's obviously steps that and things that have been done not the way that they're supposed to be done. And yes. then you want to turn. I hate the people that cry. It's because I'm black. 
Yeah, no. and it's not because you. It's, it's not because of the outside. I get you. Yeah, I get you on the crown. Stupid. I get you on the crown. That's but, that's what I hate. But the other side of it is the other side of it is if we still have videos and proof of people that have their own weapons on them that are still apprehended without dying, we oh, know yeah. that training is available. Yeah. So I'm saying no, that. Yeah, we I know, absolutely agree with that. We know yeah. it is possible. And all I'm saying is, did you exhaust? And I'm not saying immediately fire the guy or whatever happens. But did yeah. you exhaust? All your options before that happened. Before you use lethal force, did yeah, you exhaust did you all exhaust. your options? And if you did, if you did, did we train you to be right. equipped enough to and, know what And this what is what upsets me about this video is people talk so much about how many bad cops there are. Oh, it's bad cops. It's bad apples. Mm-hmm. When you watch this video, these two cops look like they did everything they could to work yeah. with this guy. And still, them trying to do what's right and trying to be the good cops. Mm. And then what happens? It's like us. Mm. When we try to do what's right and we try mm-hmm. to do the things we want to, supposed yes. to do, or we try to color inside the lines, yes. the standard lines, yes. and we still get treated a certain way, yeah. now you got to switch it over. There's an outlier. You got yeah. these cops that try to do everything the way they were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So what happens the next time? Next cop says, well, fuck it. He tried to do everything he well, he's supposed to do it, and look what happened to him. So, so here's 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 a Which parallel. Which is what happens to us after a while sometimes. It, it, it does, but here's 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 another reference that I'd make on that. There are some jobs and some professions where you can't be held to the same standards as a regular citizen. Oh, it's a lot of those. I, but I'm saying it's a lot of those. Yeah, police officers. Yeah, I agree one, with you. Oh yeah, surgeon is it's another. It's a lot of those. Yeah, I'm just saying there's a lot of jobs where. What your boy I, say? I, uh, some 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 places you can't be you can't be a bad. You can't be a bad. You can't be a bad. I'm saying you can't have a bad. I'm saying there's some jobs where yeah. and it's voluntary. I didn't ask you to go take this job. You took it. You went and applied for this job. You went through the training. So you volunteered for a certain level of shit happening to you. That not, that's not gonna happen to the ordinary person throughout their whole life. You're volunteering to see shit and do shit that nobody wants to do, right? You're still human, so I get it. And a lot of and a lot of the officers that lash out are lash out out of fear. I can see that scale. Oh yeah. Oh, I know what oh, it is. Yeah. I know it's fear. Oh, well, I mean that's been since the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's yeah, why. Yeah, I know it's here. But here's majority my, but here's of my point. the things happen that happen is out you, of fear. There is still a responsibility when you take a certain job in a certain position. And all I'm saying is, if I see your peers handling it one way, and that it can be done, all I'm asking is. Have you had the at least the same training? It may not end up the same way. It may not end up the same way. That guy that they apprehended with the rifle that didn't shoot them, he could shoot the next person, right? It may not happen the same way. But do you have adequate training um, to at least try to de-escalate situations? Is there a protocol in place? Is there a review in place? Just shit everybody else has in every other industry, right? Yeah. Just just like I saw right. on there. Like like I saw on the internet. Yeah, yeah, day. yeah. Is there don't, something don't, is there a standard that you're held accountable to? Don't nobody say they're bad firemen. Yeah. Is there on the internet. That's all I'm saying. Don't nobody talk bad about firemen. That's all I'm saying. So apparently there's some <laughs> people and I saw a thing the other day that said ain't no songs that say fuck the firemen. That's all that's all I'm saying. There are certain people who have a, a different level of responsibility for life and we don't have these conversations. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely that. It's all My I'm biggest saying. thing is that it was a point where, but you can't overcorrect. We still have to take you can't overcorrect. Yes, you can't overcorrect for things. You can't use what's going on to say I can just do whatever I want because you do. will abuse the system, and then we go into chaos, and then it's somebody exactly. Shit, right? We what do you think? Of, what, what do you think about this defunding the police? Well, I need people to define what defund means because I've seen different things. I've seen I less see. decrease the amount of money they have, and then I have people that want to disband the entire police force, mm-hmm. right? To be honest with you, in my experience in my life, I go back and forth between 
I, a police officer has never directly done anything to benefit or help me in my life, ever, right? Mm-hmm. But indirectly, the threat of the police coming or having that function of mm-hmm. law and order may have deterred some things in my life that's indirect, right? It's like armed forces, right? Right. I've never been in another country where I needed a soldier to save me. Right. But, but you know that the shit wars. that they're doing exactly. affects how I live. Right. So, so I go back and forth with it. And on the defunding thing, I haven't, I haven't looked at it enough to see it, but I will say what I can stand on is demilitarizing the police, right? There are some things that they have and they have access to that's excessive, Right. Meaning like 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 what? There's gear. There's there's the old army trucks that they have where they come oh, in. So you mean so you mean as far as it's, okay? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All this, so you all mean like martial law type like yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, the, okay. all the shit that came from yeah. Homeland Security, right? Yeah, right. Like, that okay. shit. That's what yeah. I'm saying. No, no reason for a local PD to have a tank. All I'm saying is, and two, and and if you show up, if you show up to a to a protest that you know is planned, it's there. People are coming. When you show up in gear, looking like. You want a fucking video game? Like you're a Call of Duty character? When you yeah. show up in gear, yeah. that tells That's me the type that of you're prepared. That you get. You're prepared to escalate to a respond. different level, right? And we see how they show up to different different protests, exactly in different manners. So all I'm asking is for a police officer that's coming to certain events, does this motherfucker need to look like GI Joe? Is that necessary for a police officer in certain situations? If you're SWAT, you're going into certain situations like that. Hey, what it is? Protect yourself. I get it, but. I see guys like that just downtown in the, in the tunnels, just watching people go up and down escalators. But they got a flak vest on. They got their tactical stuff on. They got four or five magazines. They got the enhanced gun on them and shit like that. And that's like, is this necessary for the job that you're doing? Right? Mm, that's and a good I, I'm question. Just, that's a I'm good just, question. So it's a good question. these are the things that when I see, and I'm talking about civilians, right? This is just civilian behavior that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, not police personally. When I see civilians that have access to certain numbers, to a certain amount of things, not every civilian can handle that. Not every civilian can handle the responsibility of having it. So what they what they do, they overdo it. What they, do you mean handling what exactly? So there are people, and we have jokes about certain people who take jobs. There are people who have been bullied. Or people who think they're being okay. bullied, or people who 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 they, are they can't handle the responsibility yes. of their job. Yes, okay. so they overdo it. I just want to make sure I understood what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, no, so they overdo it, right? I want to get a sniper rifle with thermal, you know, thermal recognition from three thousand yards out, and it's like, are you just sports shooting, or are you? Are we still talking about the police? Or are we talking about country? No, dudes? I'm talking. I'm talking about just citizens. Oh, okay, I'm about to say. <laughs> But I'm saying, I'm saying, I've seen, just about them other people I've, out seen, there I've seen citizens overreact to a little bit of training, to right. a little bit of gear. Right. Yeah. Right. When they I get, train they people, get a little bit and they take it to another level. Yes. They turn into bullies. Yeah. And all I'm saying is when you when you give people military style gear and you train them like they're going to war, then when they go into certain scenarios, their brain clicks. clicks. Yeah. Because they're putting on the war uniform. Right. Right. They're getting in the war yeah. vehicle. Yeah, the, 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 the mind state of going yeah. to work changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not getting. The same way that your mind state changes when you go to any job. That's it. You flip and you turn on that job. So this this is my thing. And, and I don't know. I still haven't seen anything that necessarily actually gives a definition of what defunding the police yeah, means. Yeah, that's why I can't. I, I don't know what they're talking yeah. about. I don't. I don't. I can't but speak. But there are a few things that I know. Mm-hmm. I know one. I know what an underpaid person does at work yes majority of the time and how they handle it <laughs> yeah i don't I really want the police do. to be that person i think we all do yeah i don't want the police to be that that underpaid person that, that goes to work angry every day and don't want to be there i, I don't but i think there's there's uh, a there's a difference between the salary and everything else 
So oh, the, there's equipment, a difference. The but equipment, at, the but training, at the end of the day, I'm talking about the person and the fact that they are still yes. going to a job and going to work. Yes. Or say they get out, to, a lot of them get out the military, and that's all they know, so they go into the police. Yes. Because they can't get another job. Yeah, yeah. So my thing is, I don't want a person with the, uh, let's just say, the underpaid attitude. Yeah. Well, you don't want them to, to have the, the more responsibility. Everybody else yeah, to have the most yeah. responsibility, and then the stress that comes along with it. Yeah, them. look, the side that I'm, I'm not against taking their livelihood as far as salaries go, but I think there needs to be some scrutiny on the training that they do and don't have, and the expenditures that they're making that may not benefit the the, the neighborhoods and the the, the the people they're policing. Right? You know, you know what I think. Sucks. And to me, it's scrutiny. You know what I think sucks a lot though is that every job you go to now, the training is not placed around what's best for the people you serve. Mm. It's placed around what covers the ass of that company. Yeah, right. that's just facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. A lot of it, yeah, you, you have to treat customers right in order to stay in business, whatever it is, police, yeah. fire, if you're an engineer, you know, if it's whatever the fuck you do that I, you know, Tommy over here that I still don't know what the hey, hell man, you do. I ain't got no job, bro. Don't worry about you it. You know, whatever it is, you know, I'm a consultant, all that shit. Hey, worry about it. Uh, but yeah. companies train you to cover their ass. Yeah, they they do. don't necessarily train you to do what's best for the people that you serve or the customers that you serve all the time. Fair, because they're still the bottom line because capitalism. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, you I gotta cover your ass in everything that you do. I get it. I get it. So let me let me swerve real quick because I you know Mike putting us on a timer. Um, old Pantene over here. So I'm a, I'm, I'm a swerve. I'm a swerve on uh, light and lovely. Um, past the, ins- the insecure finale, uh, great season this year. Um, I knew Connor was gonna be pregnant when when she called him twice and he I didn't hung see up. It, but old girl lost um, Easy Ray lost all that weight. Ooh. Boy, I'm, I'm on. Um, so here's the other part too <laughs> that, I, that I want to cover too about the NBA season starting. So let me ask you a question: um, whether or not you're up on on current events, I can tell you. So there is there are conversations between the players. And the owners about starting up the NBA season again at the end of July, right? Right. There's some players who they're ready to go, right? They're going to be in Orlando. It's going to be isolated. They're not traveling anywhere. They're going to play the games in Orlando, and they're going to finish the season there, right? They're not going to travel. They're not going to be any of the other shit. You have some players that are now saying that now is not the time for basketball because it will distract from what we're doing on the social justice front, right? So they're saying this ain't time for basketball. I think some other shit's going on. They're just trying to get us out there dribbling the ball so that people won't pay attention to it. And there are some athletes who are saying, well, the way that we're going to help the cause is having the lens of all the cameras and all the interviews, and now we get to say you know, what our platform is. We get to say what right. we're doing on TV, and we get paid because they're not getting paid if they don't play. Right. That's the other part. And we get paid so that we can contribute to the causes that we want to contribute to. Because if they don't, the agreement they have with the owners, the owners can now tear that agreement up. Because mm-hmm. if they refuse to play a season, right. that agreement's gone. Right. Which means your money's gone. None of your shit's guaranteed anymore, mm-hmm. and you gotta and you gotta go. So, if you are on the side of, just hypothetically speaking, you can you can go back to work where you have a platform where you're in front of billions of people. Right. Basketball is a global sport, like soccer is. Or do you want to take a stand and say, I ain't going back to fucking work. I'm going to just sit here on Instagram and go to these marches and do what I want to do. Or I, I think I think they want me to shut up and dribble a ball. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's another. They want me to shut up and dribble instead of saying what I'm saying. What side of the fence would you be on in that scenario where they're asking you to go back to work and they're trying to figure out how to do it? Or you had the option to say, no, I'm not with it. I'm, 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 a, I'm gonna be over here at this protest, or I'm gonna be over here at this, you know. So, whatever. so honestly, 
I think the people that are saying that they not going to work mm-hmm. so they can go over here and protest these these athletes, these mm-hmm. high profile, is all full of shit. Okay. Because you can do all that mm-hmm. without going back to work. Okay. I don't have to go back if if I already if I'm already a star. Mm-hmm. I could have been talking about all this stuff for whenever, however I wanted to. Yeah. I don't have to go back to work to do that. I got all enough right. people following me yes. that I can do that now. Yes. So saying that I have to go back to work in order to do that mm-hmm. or saying that I don't want to go back to work so I can do that, yeah. all that is bullshit. Okay. That's all fair. that is bullshit. Because most of them that they're saying, oh, I don't want to go back to work, or I can't say them. Either or. How many of them was doing it before? Well. Speaking out. So if you wasn't speaking out before, then it really don't matter. Zero. And, and the guy that's leading the charge, I'm going to give you more context, and the guy that's leading the charge about not going back to work ain't playing anyway because he injured. That's why I don't pay attention part. to the majority of that's these, the of other these stars because they're all full of shit. Yes. Yes. You wasn't talking about and speaking out before, and now you're using it as an excuse to go or not to go. I don't care which one you're doing it for, but stop using it as an excuse. Yes. If yes. you want to speak out, you can speak out. Yes. You don't have to either way. And so I, it's all bullshit. And I'm going to give you the third leg of that, too, is the people that are speaking out. We're talking about the NBA here. They're all under fucking 30. They're all kids. I don't give a fuck what a 25-year-old <laughs> says about anything. We can't even have a real conversation. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't believe you have a fully formed brain. Um, anyway, so it's just I don't care. But I, I, I get I get certain sides of the story where people aren't mentally in the space where they have to go where they want to go to work that's one thing but that's different right right? if you are mentally in the space where you want to go to work that's one thing but the other part too about the nba and nfl and we see with athletes all the time is everybody ain't making the same money right so you need to go get that check everybody to support your family and some of y'all that are making the money everybody hadn't been taking care of their money still living check to check you still yeah. got twenty seven cousins yeah. to take care of. Yeah, you can be making a hundred grand a year living check to check. You can be making three million a year living it's, check it's to check. Still living check to check. So I get it on both sides, but let me let me let me pose this, and, and we'll close out on this because I agree with Bane on this. Don't use anything as a crutch or as a hindrance. That's right. Of saying what you want to say. There's nothing that stands in the way, especially now that we have we have others' attention. And I don't know who the fuck did it for y'all that made y'all pay attention to George Floyd. I don't know if it was fucking Taylor Swift or whatever. I want to know whoever your line leader is so we can talk to them every time. <laughs> whoever um, first chair. Yeah, whoever's your first chair that made y'all give a fuck on George Floyd, yeah, but you don't give a, a but you don't give a fuck on Breonna Taylor and you didn't give yeah. a fuck about I mean, anybody you ain't else. Said nothing ever, and now all of a sudden, oh, I can't go back to work because I got to speak no out. Still, like y'all didn't give a fuck about anybody else. Oh, I got to go back to work so I can tell everybody how yeah. I feel. But you, you give a fuck about whatever, fuck whatever it is. Look, I want to I want to go forward. Whatever made y'all give a fuck, please let me know what did this yeah. so that we can do it every time this shit happens and you can give a fuck. Because we've been waiting on y'all to give a fuck for I think people just bored, man. I think a lot of people just bored. They ain't got shit else to do, so they jump on the bandwagon. That's what I think it is. And that's and that's and that's and that's the fucked up state of the world. And, no, and you're right. And I when you say it like, I think you say that's it like what that, it is. they ain't got nothing else to do. When you say it like that, I understand. And it's a fucked up state of the world. And it's, it's like that on so much shit. But when we when when we get paid attention to is when you don't have shit else to do. Yeah. Y'all tired of watching Netflix. You tired of you watching watch people Amazon on Instagram. Prime. Yeah. Tired of watching people on Twitter. So you now know. it's like you know what. Those black people actually you know, have a fucking point. You got people that I've been a child. <laughs> I've been a child star since I was five, but I'm gonna go to here and talk about how your life not that bad and you don't need a gun. God damn, man! What you know about hard life being hard and needing a gun? Fuck, when you got a point, you got a point. Um, that's it's all excuses, man. Too. And it's I hate people who make excuses. Shit. 
So how do people doing shit because they bored? You right. Oh, I'm, I'm bored. I, uh, I'm going to do this. But you know what? I can't go to work because of this. Get the fuck out of here, fuck man. Fuck, man. Or uh, I got to go to work so I can do this. Come uh, on, bro. And the other part, too. Oh, I do want to shout out the young man, and I got to look up his name, too, the young man. that's uh, He's the number one recruit in basketball. I think he's, he's deciding. He's making a choice to go to an HBCU versus a PWI. Um which is a great first step. Now, the facilities are going to be different, so I know he's going to have to adjust. <laughs> but I will say that the 1% is 1%, right? The 99, the 1% will be 1% without the 99%. So if you are ever the talent, you have more power than they will lead you to believe that you have. And there are times where you need to exercise your power and let them know you're a person. But also understand, too, when you exercise your power. It's consequences. You got to be ready. You got to be ready and prepared ready for, the kickback. for shit to go left. Got to be ready for the kickback. Because it can go left. But on the side, too, you got to be able to sleep at night. You got to be able to look your family in the face. You got to look your kids in the face. And you got to look the future generations in the face. You got to look yourself in the face mm-hmm. and be able to say, that I did everything that I did today, and I feel okay with that. Yeah, Most I mean, of us ain't okay with the shit we yeah. do every day. And we're not talking about, you know, that per se crossover sellout person. No. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about that person that that, that made certain decisions or and people look at him, they're like, oh, he just sold out or he just, or she just forgot where she came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those, you know, hashtag uh, Candace Owen types like people hey. that's out there talking all kind of shit like they didn't grow up black. He's reading my mind. You know, yeah, I know where you're going. <laughs> We're talking about making decisions in your life that help you sleep better. Yes. That make you feel better about you as a person. Yeah. Every day. Not just, oh, you know, I had to look better in front of these people, so I had to do this. No. Sometimes you have to step that foot out there and cross that line and say, hey, I know better. This is what it is. Yeah. And and that's what we're talking about. As uneasy as it is. We didn't get to where we are today without being uncomfortable. There was a lot of people that had to put a lot of sacrifices on the line for us to even get where we were. We weren't even viewed as a person. Men were three-fifths of a person. Women weren't even a person at all. I'm talking about black women. And this is, this is in my elder's lifetime. I'm talking about grandparents. This isn't decades ago. Uh, yeah. We were not people. We were not viewed as, as significant enough to have yeah. a vote. When they say 60s ain't as far back as they thought it was. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't. We we, we weren't, right? Like how – how? I, that's a different kind. I don't yeah. want to get into yeah. the podcast. Yeah. You're about, you about to get – you know, but I'm, you know but Mike I'm doing shots out, though. Like I said, shots out to Insecure. It was a great season. Uh, Issa and team, like I said, I don't want Issa and Lawrence to end up together. I did know Conor Lewis oh, pregnant. As soon as he was with his new chick, as soon as he was back with Issa this and they were trying to make here. it work, this guy here and he got that phone call, and, shit. and he got that phone call, and he got it twice, I was like, oh, girl, pregnant, bro. Oh. I, t- I told my grass, hey, oh, girl, good. pregnant, bro. So shout out to Issa and all the content creators that are keeping me busy at home. got to cut this part out. Because I, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't keep I can't watch Baki all the time, even though Muhammad Ali, Muhammad uh, Ali is that dude. He out here trying to take Baki, girl, but that's a different this is what happens when you get stuck at home on quarantine. It, it is you ain't what working. when you get stuck at home. When you're not essential, uh, this is what happens. <laughs> uh, high school kids going to college, man. Watch your coaches. Your coach is only in your, in, in your room because you're making them money. They don't give a fuck hey. about you. You see it from the Oklahoma State coach. Hey, what boy when Chris Rock say? Shirt. What he say he told his kids? When you walk out this door, don't nobody outside this house give a fuck about you. That you point. walk out this door. And at that? And honestly, a lot out. of people in this house don't care about you either. But you know, I'm going to close out on that. That's what I'm talking about. Because he ain't never said nothing slick to a can of oil. We out. Uh-huh. Whiskey therapy, yeah. baby. You guys have a drink for us. Have a drink on us. When you see us out, buy us a drink. We'll drink it. But stay away from me six feet. Social distancing. <laughs> Coronavirus is still real. Uh-huh. We out. All right, Mike. Take us out, baby.